0: Hello, Dr. Shaw here, and welcome to another podcast on teaching humanity remotely. Today, I feel I need to take a social stand on justice, really, about what's happening in our education system. I believe that parents are the first line of teachers to their children. We teach our children directly based on what we're modeling with intention, and we teach our children indirectly based on what we're modeling without having the intention of wanting to teach those things. Our children see what we value, and what we value, they start to value, and they have a belief system based on our belief system. Now, I certainly think that it is necessary for children to be exposed to real life situations, some that can be very challenging, such as let's say the death of a pet or the death of someone else in the family or divorce, which could all be challenging. But if something is happening in the family and it is not shared with the children, and it's swept under the rug, kind of, then children may not have the voice or the language or the ability to articulate what's going on, but there's an impact. So for me as a teacher, my philosophy and as a parent and as a human being is that difficult, mature themes can be shared as long as they are shared in a developmentally appropriate way. So some people see my books and they can say, oh, they're too wordy for children. But the reality is that it's not children who can't handle the words. Children love being spoken to in a way that's inspiring, in a way that is not dummying the words down, in a way that's mature. And so the children always receive the message. It's adults who feel like, oh, this concept or these words are too challenging. And in a way, the adult's thinking, the adult's belief system can get in the way of having real conversations with children. I have my first granddaughter who inspired me to write all the books on social emotional learning. She's going to be eight, and she's really sophisticated. What came first, the chicken or the egg, I don't know. But she can really talk about these issues that we discussed at the very beginning, such as how to show up to a bully, how to deal with the death of a pet, how to be responsible, and that something like time out is really time in to be reflective. She can handle all of those discussions, and she is eager to have them, and it makes her a model amongst her peers, and it makes her really enjoyable to talk to, and it's not as if by speaking with her, she is in any way harmed because when I speak with her, I speak with her in a developmentally appropriate way. And I think that's really the key. It's not pretending something sad doesn't happen. Sometimes you feel lonely or you're left out or your friends exclude you. What do you need to do? What does that feel like? How can you fix it? How can you be included? What is the difference between tolerance and acceptance? And you know all those really important things social skills that we want our children to have have to be discussed. So I don't feel like every single thing has to be discussed with children. There was a time when I was a teacher, and there were threatening letters and to the school about somebody wanting to kill the staff and the children. And I was very close with the parents of the children that I taught in my class. And certain parents didn't say anything. And certain parents, I think, said too much. And it's complicated because when you're in a community, if you want to keep your child safe and full of wonder and not know more than they have to know, how do you balance that when you know that other children are going to know so much? So it's complicated, you know? And I didn't really have any judgment. I just shared what I thought was appropriate and didn't create an environment where, you know, they wouldn't be afraid. So I said something to the effect like, you know that it's our job when you're here at school to keep you safe and the grown-ups are all committed to keeping you as safe as possible and so you don't have to worry about that. So it's sort of explained just enough and it was honest, and the reason I'm bringing this all up is because I think what's going on in our educational system today is really frightening. I think if we don't like our history, if we don't like the fact that millions of Jews were killed in the Holocaust, we don't like that we enslaved black people and took their humanity away from them, to not educate our future children regarding what we did in the past does not help us to learn to not repeat the past that was not acceptable. To deny the past doesn't help us learn from it. We learn from our mistakes and we make the future as right as it can be. And so in that way, I feel like parents shouldn't be afraid of the truth of our past. And this is like a time where I'm really taking a stand. If you are teaching your children your value system and what you believe is right, then you should allow your child to be exposed to the truth of the past, and then you and your child could have a discussion of what you want your child to learn from the past. But to say that the past should not be taught or that it didn't really happen, I think is such a mistake for the past, so disrespectful to what happened, and so disrespectful to our present and our future. And I just think it's a real mistake. And I bring this up because of what's going on in Florida with the governor. There is a class, it has been approved. It is about black history and the history that took place in the past. It is a high school class where high school students could get college credit, which is cost-effective for families and educationally sound. And he is denying that class being taught. And he's also denying books in teachers' classrooms being present unless it's approved by the state. And if a teacher has a book that is not approved by the state, they could actually be criminally prosecuted. And I just feel that there are certain books that I think are not appropriate for children to read. I do. I think that's that's absolutely true. But those books are not every single black history book. Those books are not every single war on the Nazi war. They're not like that. There are individual books that may not be appropriate. And I do think that there's a place where parents can voice those concerns. But it's not about changing history or not educating our young adults about history so i also think that there's a time and a place in other words i don't know if a two-year-old or a three-year-old or a four-year-old needs to hear about what happened in world war one or world war two or about slavery but i feel like when there is a school curriculum that says this is what we're teaching during Black History Month, we're teaching that there were a race of people that we disenfranchised and we want to make sure that we don't do that anymore. We want to make sure that that we can be better than that, that we're not going to be judged because we look different or we act differently. It's very, very important and I want to say that it's not to eliminate parental choice. Parents have all the choice because they are the first liners in their children's education. Just hearing our history objectively is the lessons that we need to learn for our present and for our future. And I just really needed to share that because I think it's so very important. We learn from our mistakes. It's not about guilt. It's not about punishing ourselves. It's about saying, you know, I don't like that that happened and I can do better. If every single eye felt that there was injustice and each eye could do better, there'd be a whole community that's doing better and there'd be a whole world that's doing better. And that's what I really want to share. Parents still can have a choice and they could also be pained by our history, but that doesn't mean that at a certain point when it's developmentally appropriate that our children shouldn't hear it. Please feel free to visit me at learnwithmeremotely.com, and also please feel free to visit Dr. Shaw's paperback author's page on Amazon. Until next time, enjoy having frank educational conversations with your children about our true objective history, and let's learn from that and make a better present and a best future. Be well.